You are listening to The Recovered Therapist, brought to you by FreshOutOfPlans.com. I'm Jeannie Griffin, and I'll be your host. Instead of focusing on labels, diagnoses, and psychobabble, we keep things honest, simple, and hopeful so that you can grow personally and spiritually. Thank you for joining me. To the bazillion people who've been diagnosed with ADHD and all the rest of us who have not, the only reason I wasn't is probably it wasn't a diagnosis when I was growing up. You look at old movies of me and I'm bouncing, bouncing, couldn't sit still. And I probably would have had that diagnosis too. But for all of us who can't seem to sit still, um, what do you want to do about it? I've got a client that you know, when he gets too frustrated, he just says, well, I'm ADHD. And I said, well, what has that got to do with the price of tomatoes? I mean, what does that mean? I'm ADHD, and therefore everybody in the world needs to accommodate me? No, I don't think so. So it's been my opinion for quite a while, and I don't know that it's accurate. I have no studies. I have anecdotal information, you know, the psychologists love to say, well, you haven't done a research project and proved this, but so it's all anecdotal. It means it's just what you dreamed up or watched. I don't care. That's good enough for me. So I think with urbanization since the Industrial Revolution, and I'm an old history teacher, so you're going to have to put up with some of my history context. When we stop living on the farm and raising our own food and then going into town on Saturday or Sunday or whatever with the fam, we've moved into urban areas and we have stopped doing as much outside on the land. Now, if you'll notice in any urban area, they have parks, they have greeneries, they have community gardens. I believe that this attention deficit hyperactive disorder, the more accurate thing about it is Attention Deficit Nature Disorder. So, I'm going to ask you, when is the last time you were out sitting in nature? I'm not talking about going to the beach and listening to the radio. I'm talking about when have you sat at the ocean and watched the waves, felt the waves? When is the last time you went into a forest and you listened, listened, to the animals that are in there. Listen to the trees and the air and the wind going through there. When is the last time you've gone barefoot and felt the the grass under your feet or dug your toes into the soil? When is the last time? You know, if your life's going crazy and you're just kind of discombobulated, take your shoes off and go outside and stand on the earth. Go walk around on the earth. There are electromagnetic fields that are helping to ground your electricity and the Earth's electricity. That's all part of the creation process, the unseen. Who cares whether it makes sense? Does it feel right to you? You know, go out and sit and watch an ant. Go walk around and listen to the birds. You know, one of the things I did when I had cancer and was um, taking chemotherapy, my hair started to fall out. And, yeah, it concerned me. But, um, you know, by this time I thought I'll do whatever I have to to, to live. So I was doing Eastern medicine and Western medicine. And when my hair started to fall out, I'd walk out 
and walk the dog and run my hands through my hair. And I'd come out with a big wad of hair, and I would just let it go in the air. And I would say to the birds, here, here's something for your nest. Here's something for your nest. It was wintertime when I was beginning to have this, the end of August and through the fall. And I thought, use this for your little nests. Um, I'm so happy that I began to study and practice shamanism uh, a little bit before I was diagnosed with cancer um, because it helped so much. Uh, there is a YouTube video of me talking about how I used visualization uh, for my cancer recovery. And um, there's some other stuff talking about. Um, I have some more YouTube videos talking about um, how I was... <laughs> I hesitate to talk about this every time because people think I'm really crazy, but okay, here I go. There is also on my website somewhere um, a discussion of that I had with a oleander bush. And uh, I was studying shamanism then, and my uh, teacher said, let's go out onto the land and pick a tree or a shrub or something and talk to it. And I thought, oh, man. We were studying herbs that weekend, and and I thought, you know, this is just, I, this didn't interest me. And so I very reluctantly said, all right. And I ended up sitting in front of an oleander because the oleander tree, especially this white oleander, was very special to me as a child. It aligned the, the uh, freeway, well, the freeway, it was just the highway between Corpus Christi, Texas and Taft, Texas, where I grew up. And um, I love to see the those beautiful white oleanders. So I sat before this, and I, I um, maybe I'll talk about that separately on another day. But it's it was really important to me then. I'll do another complete podcast on that. And um, really, I urge you today, today, unless you're listening to this at night. Um, that's good, too. Go out and look at the stars. But when is the last time you really have been touched by nature? And look at those trees. They don't sit there and argue with each other. They don't say, well, I have a BMW. What do you have? Or I have 437 leaves and you only have 10. I'm better than you are. The natural world does not do any of that. And we're supposed to be the higher species? Mm, something wrong with that. So, point of this whole babbling is get out into nature. Turn your head off. And just go out there and sense. And maybe one of these days I'll teach you how to go beyond that. Teach you how to do a shamanic journey. Thank you for listening to The Recovered Therapist where we keep topics honest, simple, and hopeful. I love you. There's not a damn thing you can do about it. Until next time.